The show is about to start. You have to give a snap, give a clap, or have a snap. I need those levels pumping in green. <laughs> green, green, green. No voice memos allowed. Forever. Dog. Race chaser. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hello, and welcome back to Race, Race Chaser. Chaser. A podcast dedicated to the discussion, dissection, and dissemination of every single episode of RuPaul's, RuPaul's Drag, Race. Drag Race. Starting from the very beginning. This is the beginning. My name's Alaska. What's yours? Hello, I am Willem. Hello. Did you 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 saw last week's? Last week's was Amazing! I did. I caught there, it. Yeah, there was a reboot, it. a, a reboot. I'm sorry of uh, Bossy Rossi After Dark, and the girls did their little improv challenge on the talk yes. show set. And after delivering some big comedy moments as well as some clunkers, the queen <laughs> strutted. Yeah, the queen strutted their beaded stuff on the runway. Mm-hmm. Olivia won the maxi challenge second week in a row, and Elliot and Lala Re found themselves in the bottom. Sadly, Lala went home. Yes. Yeah, but this uh, week, this yeah. week, this is where it all comes down to it because this is basically drag for 2020 and some of 2021. It's social media, the unverified rusical. Right. Yeah, uh, all about social medias. Yeah, we love a we love a rusical. Um, is it fair to call this a rusical though, based on what <sighs> the British girls did? Because and court and Courtney's season and Ben's and. That season, they were actually singing live. These girls were lip-syncing along to tracks that they already recorded. And I think some of them were singing, but it was clear some of them were not singing. Um, so is it okay to call it a rusical? It's not a, mu- it's not a musical. It's a lip-syncical. Right, right. I mean, I wouldn't... I, I'm not mad at that because if it's going to make the overall product more enjoyable and more watchable, then I think it's fine. I, I, I prefer singing live because that's where I feel like I have control over what's mm-hmm. going on on stage. If you've recorded it already, it's in the can and then it's just like there's nothing you can do. If you if the audience isn't responding, you can't like amp it up or change it or you know what yeah, I mean? You're shackled to it. I just if think- you if your wig falls off, you can't say, "Oops, why am I wearing this stupid crap?" you know. <laughs> yeah, I just I just appreciate 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 Spe- yeah. specificity in language because it's, oh, you, they so ain't you're singing them out. they you're ain't calling them out for uh standards standards and practices Honey. well um, we get a lipstick message from lala that says slay then save me a plate love y'all lala re honey Classy, she's gonna lovely. sop it up all over the united states as soon Completely. as we're allowed back on stages I can't wait to see what Lala Ree does. Um, Olivia is feeling great about her second win, mm-hmm. second win in a row. And wow. um, Utica is having that moment where she's like, oh, she's frustrated <laughs> because she keeps helping people win, but she doesn't win. And um, <laughs> she said, you see that victory? That was because of me. That was because mm-hmm. of me, baby. And then maybe, that was, you, maybe I did that. They're Come like, on. well, Utica doesn't have a mean bone in her body. And she says, well, I can't believe they let her win with that hairline like that. <laughs> and then they zoom in 
for the most unforgiving Zoom on Olivia's un- unfettered, unbothered, uncut lace. Well, <laughs> is the lace cut? Because I feel like she made it cut like a centimeter off, but left it like an inch and a half long. Like Candy's, yeah. when she wore it, when she wore that wig, it was cut. That's how we know it's not the same wig. Right, exactly. You can't reattach lace. Lace uh-uh. only goes one direction. It gets cut. That's why some girls leave it long, so they have more wear out of it. I know the hairline wasn't really the problem. It was it was the like it was the lace, I think, that was the issue. It was yeah. you know. The the it, edges were beautifully laid and stuff. It's just that they were laid on top of a piece of plastic. Yeah, it was a clear and pre- clear and present danger. Um <laughs> uh, Denali is really going through it because she said somebody threw around the word forgettable and uh she i know that my look is the best in the room i mean if you would have had to pick out a look which look would it have been i agree i thought denali's look was amazing but you know what sometimes that happens on drag race you you when you are like this is my pussy runway week pitch this is the one and they're like you're safe then you're like are you like okay work <laughs> it sucks but it happens has that did that ever happen to you where you like my this is my or did you get critiqued every time no um i got critiqued my second time I I was up there. I was up there. I got critiqued my second time, my third time. I know I got critiqued my sixth, my seventh, and my eighth. I won my sixth and my eighth. I won. So yeah, I was critiqued a lot, but I was never like butt hurt that I didn't win something because I'm used to hearing no every fucking day. A job as an actor, <laughs> She's an actor, is to take the no and to keep rolling with it and like just to divorce yourself from it and just keep keep it pumping, queen. Um, right. And that's kind of what I do. So I would never get by her if I was like not in the top or something. I've never been a top. I never tried to be a top. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> something the women in our family have never aspired to be. <laughs> uh, this, you know, it sucks, but safe is also not bad because you get to stay another week and you get to be a woman next time. And you get so- to go through the other girl's shit while they're on stage. <laughs> Right, exactly. How you get to know your sisters. I get her hangers. Okay. Uh, RuPaul comes into the workroom. Oh, my gosh. Hello. At least she didn't wear that little yellow boot scoot wig. Oh, well, you know, I I like this look. Um, The queens... We'll, she she tells the queens they'll be singing and dancing up a storm in social media, the unverified rusical, an epic tale fit for the mobile screen where they will each play the role of a different social media platform. Available now on Quibi. No, <laughs> Fuck uh, you. I wish one of the girls would have been Quibi. <laughs> and she would have come w- out and started her number and then just left. <laughs> they should have got Tamisha Iman to do it. <laughs> just the doormat. The Quibi said go home. <laughs> I, the Quibi said what the Quibi said. Uh, They'll be recording their vocals with Michelle Visage and rehearsing with director Jamal Sims. Amazing. Yeah, he could give me some direction anytime. Uh, this, this we're gearing up for either an epic fail for Rose or an epic triumph because they're really focusing on her like laser. And uh, yeah. she's trying to get this best role and show off her singing skills to the judge. So mm. I think this is the fairest way I've ever seen the castings for a challenge happen with with Elliot just being like, well, why don't y'all audition? 
And I was like, work, bitch. It's like the first time I've ever agreed with Elliot. I really like this kind of like uh, put it all out there and just let everyone decide instead of, oh, I think I could do it. It's like, no more thinks, bitch. Let's see it. And yeah, step up. Let's see what you let's see what you can do who, and let's make the show the best it can be. Who would you have voted for, Rose or Denale? Oh, Rose killed the audition. She booked it. She definitely yeah. booked the role. I mean, I think they're gonna put a pin in Denali just in case Rose um <laughs> has something else in first position. Like uh, you know, the mass singer or America's Got Talent. I think I think she's been on both those shows and lost, right? Uh, right. It's going to be like Karen Cartwright and um, Ivy. Uh, they're they're going to both like be kind of in the role the whole season. And then season two is just going to get weird. Wait, why? Um, when you said Ivy, did I think of the Drew Barrymore movie Poison Ivy? Uh, like I was like, did what? What, wait, what <laughs> is so that? I, I'm guessing Ivy Megan Winters? name? Ivy. Um... Oh, I only watched the pilot of that. I never learned their names. Because oh, you. Because you read for Ivy and you didn't no, know. I was I was friends with <laughs> I was friends with Catherine McPhee in like two thousand five six, and I was like, oh my god, my friends on TV, and then um I went to Tiger Heat to see her perform, and then I threw up all over, and she she hasn't <laughs> talked to me since. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, well, I'm a drag queen. What am I supposed I'm a drag to queen. do? That's what I do. That's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> I love this audition moment. It's a first for Drag Race, and I hope it it becomes a staple because the girls are always fighting over the roles. And honey, this is girl, step up and do it. Let's see. I, and if and if you've ever like gone on the road with the girls after and eaten with Latrice, they truly fight over the roles. Do not go to Olive Garden with them. <laughs> the I was just, just eating my salad, minding my business. No more bread. <laughs> This isn't my salad. This is your salad. Yeah. Um, do you, I, the lady, Utica, I like that she's standing up for herself and saying, I'm sticking yes. to my gun here. She just has one gun. She's not sticking to her guns, just her one gun. And uh, she said, I'll keep Lady Tweets. She said, I'm going to go ahead and keep Lady Tweets, but, mm-hmm. uh, which, sure. Thank you for your yeah. interest in the role, Denali. You're not going to get anywhere on Drag Race being everybody's best friend. So I think it's great that you... Yeah, you got to fuck a producer, too. (laughs) (laughs) Utica is maintaining her... She's not being really a bitch about it. She's just, you know, she's not, like, backing down. She's, She's not giving up this role that she really wants, which, chill, work. Um, We have a new queen in the workroom, Tran Hathaway, um, (laughs) doing a little pop-up. She uh, is here to do, like... I'm Anne Hathaway, and this is my castle I live in. (laughs) I was, like, looking in the back. That was what I was doing mostly, like, looking at the architecture, the the pass-through to the the sunroom, to the foliage. Girl, gardens on gardens. I think that was um, the the White Queen's uh, palace from uh, Through the Looking Glass. She's like, I'll just take the set home with me. It looked like New York. Is she New York? It yeah. looked like I feel like everybody in New York with money came to LA during the quarantine. Yes. Ah. Uh, they were like live in a mansion with a backyard. <laughs> I but she's that kind of woman that would live in New York and still have a mansion somehow. You know I, what I mean? I know she lived I think I'm pretty sure in Brooklyn. She used to go into OCC and mm. she was really really nice and that was in like the lower east side. Vegan, gorge, friendly. Everybody calls I, her Annie. I adore 
Annie Hathaway. We're really good friends. Annie, I, I mean, I just adore her. Um, She's lovely. And this, I thought it was just a video message at first. And then Rosé started talking to the TV. And I, we were like, wait, why is she talking to the TV? I know, what the fuck? Same. And, and then Annie talked back. Oh. And Annie is okay. She um was telling us all the tea. <laughs> she is. She was saying that she was the ninth option for Devil's Wear- Wears Prada. And you were the tenth. Bitch, I, I actually know <laughs> the second option for the male guy, a guy named James Snyder, who was in the show with Catherine McPhee, Rock of Ages. It all comes around. He was the second wow. choice for the male lead. So, like, honey, they were just going through the people for that movie. They're like, ah, let's get her. Stanley Tucci can play gay again. Let's get him again. <laughs> Stanley Tucci is the only person who can play a gay person in Hollywood. Girl, she's, I mean, he's the she's only the, one. She's she's definitely a side. She doesn't do anal. <laughs> so wait, do you know who else was? This is a tangent, but who else was up on the lineup for possibly being in uh, Devil Wears Prada? I'm curious. I just typed into Google who was up for the role in Devil Wears Prada. Mm-hmm. Literally is the autofill. Wow. Girl, people have been searching. Thank you, Jeff Bezos, for I don't, listening to everything we say. <laughs> I don't, I'm not sure of who was up for the Devil Wears Prada role, but I do know that, like, Julia Roberts was also, like, almost the eighth or ninth for Pretty Woman. They wanted Molly Ringwall, Kim Basinger, Meg Ryan. Mm. Um, mm. They wanted everybody except her. That's how it goes. Never give up. You never know. Never surrender, uh, Space Force. We're going right, to take a break. Exactly. We're giving up now, actually. Sorry, bye. Yeah. But uh, bye. <laughs> I dreamed a dream of days gone by. I dreamed a dream. Please take my teeth and sell my hair. It's not synthetic. <laughs> Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show yeah. is absolutely yeah. incredible or anime yeah, and under this sure. mask is another mask <laughs> <laughs> you can discover your new favorites right here on the anime effect listen every friday wherever you get your podcast and watch full video episodes on crunchyroll or on the crunchyroll youtube channel eat stress-free this spring with factors delicious ready-to-eat meals every fresh never frozen meal is chef crafted dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes you can choose from a weekly menu of 35 options including popular options like calorie smart keto protein plus or vegan and veggie also you're going to want to discover the 60 add-ons every week like breakfast on the go lunch snacks and beverages to help you stay fueled and feel good all day long what are you waiting for get started today and fuel up for your springtime goals the factor meals were so great i love that they came in a recyclable container and with very little waste and the food delicious my 
Taste buds had a party. Exactly. Really good. Really easy to make. Loved it. Not a lot of cleanup because Factor Meals eliminates the hassle of the prepping, the cooking, and cleaning up. Simply heat and savor the good stuff, and you can customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need. And then pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle. Get chef-prepared meals on the table in two minutes with Factor's ready-to-eat meals. So you can get back to doing what you love this spring. And if you're looking for gourmet meals, try meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus. In fact, we're celebrating Earth Day all month long. Look out for Earth Month Eats badge on the menu for our lowest carbon footprint meals. Head to factormeals.com slash drag50 drag 50. and use code drag50 drag 50. to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code drag50 at factormeals.com slash drag50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is still active. Rachel McAdams. Oh, uh uh-huh. Claire Danes, Juliette Lewis. Wow. Oh. Wow. Uh, it's so hard to imagine that film with anyone else. And I know, else. I know it's hard to pronounce, but it's uh, Willem, not William. Oh, sorry. and it's Belli, <laughs> not Belly. <laughs> Thank you. Um, are we back from this break? Yeah. yeah. Okay, because we it's got a, we got a lot to, of things. It's hard to believe that Anne Hathaway used to be married to William Shakespeare. It is so <laughs> wild. Um. Anyway, <laughs> let's get into the <laughs> because that was like that was William Shakespeare's wife's name was Anne Hathaway. Oh, okay. I was just laughing because it was out of left field. <laughs> um, I I do like what Gottmik uh, asked Anne Hathaway. He said, "Annie, you know she's our friend." She yeah. says, "He says asking for a friend. What do you do when you don't get the role you wanted?" Mm. And Anne says, "You steal the show." That's and honey, right. I know you and me are both kleptos. We'll do anything to steal the show. We'll get pissed on. We'll fist a hoe. Baby. We'll, uh, honey. Honey. We'll chew the scenery. We'll dip it in ranch. We'll, you know. Y- y'all mean, can be cunt. We can true. be stunt. Yeah. And um, it's but really, li- really good advice. She closes out by saying, good luck and don't forget to have fun because I don't swear. <laughs> She's a new mother. Can't have the baby. Right. Things. So sweet. I, I love that little visit from Anne Hathaway. I love Anne Hathaway. She's an icon. She's amazing. She's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I adore her. She's a model. Looks like Linda Evangelista. Um, you're beautiful. You're a model. You look like Linda Evangelista. Oh, your smile is beautiful. Okay. Recording with Michelle and David Steinberg and Eric Paparazzi. Mm-hmm. This recording is, um, I, I love that Michelle's in, in charge of it. Uh, she, she, I remember her telling me, and I think maybe you were in the car too, that the first song Seduction had to like perform to for all those times. Her voice mm. wasn't even honest. It was, she was, they were lip syncing <laughs> to other people's voices. I remember her saying that. So like, it makes sense that she's spearheading um, a musical that they're lip syncing while they're recording. <laughs> yeah, but like, it, it makes she, sense. She does sing. She's got experience. And first up to the plate um, is Tina. She also mm-hmm. got experience. She sounds like she stole yeah. Ethel Merman's pipes. 
for sure. Totally. Uh, she doesn't even need a mic. She doesn't need amplification. You know, no. back in the classic days, we didn't mm-hmm. need microphones. No. Um, yeah, she back. sounds really good. Olivia is saying, <laughs> Oh, honey, Miss Olivia says, well, um, is that ensemble or do I do that too? Or are they supporting me? <laughs> like, I... <laughs> How do you how do you uh, ask the question without being like, do I have to do the ensemble role? Right. I'm, me- I'm melody, right? I don't do harmony. I don't Shoot, do oohs right. and ahs. Top line. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, which I love. And she sounds really great. Um, Simone likes to oogle all day. Yeah. Is, uh, I always uh, thought it was oogle. Media, oogle. I thought it was ogle. Because what do you, what do, you do when you put like big... Um, black and white eyes on your asshole and twerk they're googly eyes not ogly eyes eyes. yeah well google is different than ogle i think i thought it was ogle honestly and they kept saying it's ogle and i've i don't know that i've i don't know that i've heard it as ogle but i guess maybe i've just been wrong and been saying ogle Ogle. in my mind ogle (laughs) Ogle. I, I, I always Thank thought it was. Thank you, robot. Ogle. That, that's the pronunciation correctly. Um, S- Simone, this is the first time we've ever seen her not like at probably a plus. She says she's not yeah. a singer, and they say just give it all that, give it all that good, Simone. And then they don't show her right. recording anymore. So that right there made me go, uh, this is either really good or really bad. Right. Um, yeah, it's weird to see her struggle because she's such a like iconic, gorgeous, perfect, mm-hmm. you know, model. But All that's what that's what vulnerability is, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Candy, <laughs> the outline says her words are all S's. <laughs> I don't. I, <laughs> I thought she well, was she great. Said, she said you gave me all these S words and I have a list. She said that on the show. Oh, that's right. Why I put yes. That in there. <laughs> I thought she sounded great, though. This is an example of she really is just putting her essence and her attitude into it. And she can't I can't say it was... essence, but she's putting it in. Shade <laughs> <laughs> um, Elliot's doing a whisper track. She's she's uh she's got whisper lace on. She <laughs> she says she's missing. Uh, Michelle says she's missing the mark a bit. Um, mm. so who knows. Uh, they're not concentrating on her, that's for sure. Utica right. has so many fast, hard words. Allegorical, mathematical. She's got all the Scrabble points. And... She got the patter song. Mm-hmm, pitter-patter. Um, listen, everybody, because in case you didn't, Utica. <laughs> Very that. Now, Dancing with Jamal uh, seems to go a mm-hmm. little bit better for some of the girls. Um, some of the girls mm-hmm. know how to do everything, including Olivia. She's, like, she taking everything and just killing it simone continues to kind of struggle to get her footing she's very tentative very nervous Mm -hmm. and learning steps and choreo is not her thing oh at all no utica's section is super complicated she has to do like this hashtag on the left with her hands and then go over to her right to clip and clap and do some other stuff um so I'm I'm wondering yeah. if if they were I was wondering if they were setting her up for the bottom too, just because they're putting a lot of pressure on that section. But um, Candy is giving me sex siren, honey. <laughs> she is. She's doing floor work. 
Oh, and honey. She's doing she does some of her best work on the floor. I mean, gravity right. is her friend. Como la floor. Um, uh... Crumb on the floor. <laughs> Kenny's like, where? Uh, Rose is um, a consummate professional. She booked the dance call. Um, Five, six, several eights. <laughs> That's right. She does it. Um, she, this is, baby, this is what she does. Baby, she's a musical theater girl, baby. This is what she does. It is what she does. Um, Yeah, she's having no trouble whatsoever. Um, got Mick, however, is feeling the pressure to match the energy and ability that Denali seems to have for choreo. Um, and is a little, you know, hesitant at first, but, uh, ends up, you know, ends up coming through as we will see. I think that girls do themselves a disservice when they know they're going to have a prop or hair on or heels on and they don't rehearse in it or learn in it because it's like I they they were both going to have guitars or something. They could have given them a right. room or something because like that energy goes into your hands and you want to grip something and hold it and move it. And like faking that Bleed. is sometimes, you know, some girls Bleed. aren't into it until like like Tyra when she rehearsed, you know, and then she won. Like and the, I'm and just the, gonna stand here with my arms folded the whole rehearsal. <laughs> Could you imagine <laughs> if someone did that with Javal? Like I just don't really rehearse. Thank you though. Who, who was no? I'm watching that rehearsal. Jamal. No, with Tyra. Was it just like within the Queens, or was there a person? There? <laughs> I think it must have been just the Queens had to come up with something, and she was like, "I'm I'm taking it all in. I'm watching. <laughs> I'm not gonna do it right now." She's like, "Nobody's tipping. I ain't doing nothing." <laughs> uh, it worked the, out though. Whenever there's uh, a twin or like a duo role, like Shangela and Alexis. Um, we are the comedy on the queen. We, yeah, the comedy for queen. Guys. Those kind of roles are a chance to like shine for like really? big bubbly people. Yeah. If you're not big and bubbly, you need to make it big and bubbly because mm-hmm. that's all they're writing that role for is to see how well you mm-hmm. work with others and what you can do. We can take a break and come back to the mirror chats. Okay. Yeah. Let's take a break. We'll come yeah. back and talk about mirror chats. back and Simone I mean this this is the day where they like p- produce the tracks that you recorded and then they give them to you in your iPod so you'd listen intently and you're like this is what my verse sounds like and Simone is not happy with how her verse has come through yeah so I she's mean she's not listening great. listening to it I wouldn't be either mm-hmm. like it, it sounded fine but like would I want to buy that on iTunes no but but then they do Candy's part, and it's fully auto-tuned. The whole, there's vocal effects. Honey. There's auto-tune and, like, a microphone kind of, kind of, like, distortion effect. Like, if you would have thrown a little of that on Simone's... It would have been crystal she, perfect. She would have sounded bomb. Yes. They, they knew what they were doing, and they chose to do it, <laughs> just like what they did with Blair St. Clair, where they played her backing track with no vocals Ooh. instead of, ju- like, and they played Juju's with full, like... Sweet and sweetening, honey, Ariana. Um, so, like, they know what they're doing. It's They're producing a TV show, and we love them for it, but we will we talk about it when we see it, and it's blatant. We will. Um, we will. I saw something hilarious, because one of my favorite songs this year has been Sitting Alone in the VIP, um, and Candy talks yes. about 
her social media experience when yeah. the bullying and the negativity from her proximity to Aja during Drag Race, during Aja's season, mm-hmm. and her, um, you know, total tone deafness about posting, you know, her sitting alone in the VIP uh, moment. <laughs> Which when I saw, I thought it was a joke at first. And then I was like, oh, no, this girl loves herself enough that this is a serious comment. And I was just like, go uh-huh. off, sis. Let let them worship. Those who want to worship, worship. But, like, don't ever, like, sit behind a VIP alone. Like, that looks like, go out in the club. Have fun, bitch. Maybe well, she wasn't in a tipping outfit. Maybe her feet hurt. I don't know. <laughs> but beautiful things came from it. A, a collaboration Truly. with you. Yeah. And when I put that, I was sitting alone in the VIP and tried to join in on the trend. I think... Max Emerson was like, girl, I tried to say hi to you all night, blah, 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 blah. I was like, A, I don't want to talk to you. And B, like, it was a joke. I'm sending you this joke now. Read about it and then you can do it. Like... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, th- I mean, this is, you're right. And she recognizes how absurd that original tweet was. Yeah. And, so, you know, so did the internet. But she leaned into it so hard and it became a thing. And I think the reason why it became such a thing is because it does resonate on some level. We have all had those moments being drag queens where we're like, we're at a club and we're at a party, which is supposed to be the funnest thing ever. And sometimes you're there and you're just like, I don't want to fucking be here. This is like going to the office for me and I don't want to be here. We've all had those moments. And that song, well, that and that meme taps into that. And I'm so grateful that we were able to do that song together because it's so fucking good. So um, check out the music video. Check out the song. It's really good. I mean, sunglasses in a club. Who, can, who would never not want that? Right. <laughs> um, Rosé is shit stirring now at this point. And she says, Miss Tina, didn't you date someone famous? <laughs> <laughs> didn't you have a fling? And then we, we get the tea. We didn't have a fling. We full on had a relationship, darling. I mean, should we read excerpts from Graham Norton's autobiography about what he said about um, young strapping Tina with big shoulders? He said her shoulders <laughs> were big. Honey, the reads continue. He said a, stra- a strapping young brute of a man or something like that. Something levitated. Girl. <laughs> How? Uh, that's, that's so wild. Because... Well, how did the... Well, I don't know anything about... Listen. Honey, I, can you imagine dating someone like Graham Norton or like... or? It'd be hard. Honey, he's so funny. He's on Drag Race UK. Yeah. And he's always he's always got these great quips. I would think that whoever needs to date him needs to be the exact opposite or like feeding him lines in his ears. <laughs> you know? And right. I feel like I feel like that could have worked for some reason. And Tina was a, a like seven foot tall twink back in the day, <laughs> right? So yeah, she I was mean, perfect plus one size for the parties, right? Exactly. She could reach the sling without even like getting on a stair. You know, I <laughs> someone boost me up. <laughs> Grab my leg. They were in a full-on relationship, and God bless, love his love, period. Mm. Some things never change. Did you see that picture of Meatball made it onto the TV? Wait, for sitting alone in VIP? I saw Alaska's picture. (gasps) Meatball takes credit. You're back on the race! (laughs) 
Meatball fully takes credit she, for the meme taking off. She was the one to f- first repost it, wasn't she? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Well. I get, I get all my stuff from the good girls, the young girls. We've got the Candy girls. Muse news. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't. We don't. But they, they say that on Sloppy Seconds all the time. They, they oh, do a segment called Candy Muse That could Muse be a news. whole podcast, News on Muse. <laughs> Muse news. Uh, now <laughs> like Blue's Clues, main... but worse, just candy. Yeah. On the main stage, RuPaul is doing uh, this category where she says, I'm doing a sculpted trench coat and a purse. Business. A fr- a f- it's the first time she's worn a purse on the runway. Really? First purse. First purse. Yeah, well, as far as I'm aware, yes. Oh. Well, a lady can never Correct. be too sure. Correct me if I'm wrong, but maybe this is one of those missing coach <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a question. Is? They just did coach. I'm. I'm not I can't sure tell what the bag is. If anyone can spot the brand or like clock what the bag is, I would love to know. Because maybe she, it's, she looks cool. I love her outfit. I don't like how her wig has that like swoop at the hairline before it goes forward. It looks like it was set properly with like the banding and the pins and that little swoop right there. Yeah. I feel like it it feels like a divine hairstyle where it's a little too far back on her head. She likes to do that. She likes to rock that. Honey, Matthew would always say when he was shooting me, I can either pull your wig up in Photoshop or you can just leave it where I keep putting it now because I would always pull it down. (laughs) He he likes a lot of forehead. And maybe Rue likes a lot of forehead too because she's got... She does. This is the fourth billing billboard from... um, E-wherever Mississippi. What is that movie that I just (laughs) fucked up that joke? (laughs) Missouri? It's called Three Billboards, right? Is it called Three three Billboards? Three Billboards outside of... Minnetonka? Minnetonka? Three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri. Honey, oh, right, honey, right. let me tell you, if RuPaul was outside Ebbing, Missouri right now, that movie would have been <laughs> called Four Billboards because she has so much forehead. Um, I'm not sure how the wig is placed, but it is sitting. Is it alone that's in the VIP? They, that's what they've always done because then her head, uh, when facing forward, is a perfect like oval. oval. Yeah, it is. The, she's always done that like Queen Elizabeth. It's like back a little bit farther than. Mm-hmm. Than like than normal and you know, it works. I want to go a little back, back, big back, back farther for normal for Jamal Sims. He's on the judging <laughs> panel tonight, <sighs> along with Ross Matthews and Michelle Visage. And Michelle looks gorgeous. These star earrings and this purple eyeshadow and these white glasses. I'm I'm here for that. Yes, and I love this bit of instead of doing little quips, we're just all going to be on our phones. I Honestly, was this was funnier than the quips, mostly. Because right. the quips are sometimes painful to get through, as evidenced by Latoya, <laughs> Aubrey O'Day. <laughs> Actually, Aubrey was a great judge, but like some of the quips are really painful. Right. Even when they're written for you. Parsons it, are always sickening. Very. And Shaft, Ross the 12 and Michelle's the Yeah. The the family judges are great, but sometimes the guest judges, there are a few clunkers. <laughs> um uh, so we get into this rusical. Mm-hmm. Um, what are your thoughts? Who stood out? Um, how was the writing? How was the overall thing? I thought the I thought the the book of the musical, meaning the words and stuff, was mm-hmm. great. It was like everything mm-hmm. that we actually think about social media. I was sad that they didn't have like Tamisha Iman come on real quick and play Tumblr and be like, you know what? I'm out. No more porn. 
Right. Um, I, yeah. I wish I wish they would have gotten into the more more of the idiosyncrasies of like all the social medias that we use and stuff. Like, but it was cute. It was funny. Um, I I thought Candy Muse should have just been OnlyFans instead of LinkedIn. I think it, I was waiting for Rose to be OnlyFans. W- right. Which I guess she I guess she kind of fills that role, but they never like say like. The, she just is like the sexy figure that is too hot for the normal platforms. Yeah. Uh, I I definitely feel that. I think the standouts for me were I thought Tina did an amazing job as an MC. I I I did too. Uh, I thought she was she kept it pumping. Uh yeah. ma- the the death choice isn't what I would have done. And this this is the other reason why I'm hesitating to call it a rusical because it's obvious like that she wasn't singing at the end and i i thought that that was the choice of like of her saying like i'm obviously not singing look i'm stopping then i'm gonna die and my note's still going like i got that as a joke as a viewer but then they were acting like that wasn't a joke that she meant to do but in my head i was like she meant to do it and then when on the runway they were like you stop singing i and she was just like i might have i feel like she was just you know, taking their critique and moving on instead of trying to fight and say, well, you're ridiculous right. for making us not sing in a musical when right. the other girls, I think they're, they let the girls sing or lip sync based on the talent the, of the cast and the casting. Yeah. Like, would it be an embarrassment if these girls sang live? If it's half yes, half no, they have to go with tracking it because they don't want a shitty product. Speaking right. of shitty products, I've heard from Drag Race Down Under that Snatch Game down there is the worst snatch game in all of the franchise's oh, history. So well, I cannot wait to see that. If it's not going to be the best, it might as well be the worst. Good for wait, them. What'd you say? The the drama music was coming. If, it, if it's not going to be the best, it might as well be the worst. We love that. We love it either way. Yeah. Who are your best and worst for the social media unverified rusical? My favorite, you know, I didn't have really high expectations for this musical because I was like, it, I thought it was going to be like the pharma rusical where it's just sort of like, who cares? But no, this had, you know, I the story was compelling. My favorite part was the four like foam board phones and then the like social nudity photos. Uh, Resume. Uh, career. Yeah. I love. That was funny. I love. That was really, really funny. It was a very short-lived moment, but it was really funny. And I feel for Simone, She and this just goes to show you on Drag Race, never wear sunglasses. I am a hoe who loves to wear sunglasses in real life. On Drag Race, masks and sunglasses rarely work Mm -mm. because she was getting swallowed up by the coat and the hair and the sunglasses. It was like she was in disguise, and so we lost her. I thought it was a reveal because I was like, "When she needs to take those off. Because right, in the same right. way that if you're on stage and the lighting's bad and you can't see the whites of someone someone's eyes, you don't really connect with them. Right. And I think that her inability to connect during this performance is the reason that she's in the bottom two. Um, and I loved Candy Muse's uh, Sasha Bell hair reveal. <laughs> don't kiss the pilot where she takes out that hair and just the the two strands that were up come down <laughs> honey that I, bob was trying to escape candy's head candy, which i i feel for her because she's bald so what is it affixed to you know what tape. i mean i'm sure it's affixed to she does the duct tape thing but candy i feel like is dressed as britney in womanizer Womanizer, womanizer, sanitizer, sanitizer, sanitizer. yeah, sanitizer. Um, I, I feel like she, 
that Britney look that she did for that office thing. Completely that. Is that yes. 100%? I'm wondering, were these outfits from home? Are these, right. like, provided? Because not every girl comes with business casual. Did they tell all the girls to bring all outfits representing all of these social medias? Did they tell Olivia Lux to bring a knit top and... <laughs> Jeggings? <laughs> she, has a, she has a new pair of sneaker wedge boots. Uh, right. They're blue this week. So, I would... What is... What? I yes, I wonder if some of the outfit pieces were provided and they said, Olivia, you're doing Mark Zuckerberg in college, so you need to wear this knit top and these like jeggings. Things. Yeah. <laughs> because it was not like the hair was cool. It reminded me, you know, blue Facebook, yeah. like, okay. Uh the knit top was not doing anyone any favors. And especially after last, you know, like a week ago on the UK, they were like, Joe Black wore a dress from H&M and they just like went ham and like lost their minds. And that was during a musical, a music performance challenge. So I don't know. Yeah, where they sang. Right. So <laughs> maybe, that. well, I think they were lip syncing to their oh, own yeah, voices. Oh yeah, it was the same thing. They recorded and then lip synced to their own voices. <laughs> really? They Mad. sang during Rats, the musical. <laughs> that. The yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That. Those, that. Mamory. Um, <laughs> this is Rue's favorite joke, apparently, where she says, I can't face it. What is it you can't what is face? What cunt face? Which I think is because from it's cunt face, Sound right? of Music. It's oh. from Sound of Music. Oh, because yeah. It Mother Superior said, says it to Maria. It what is it you can't like- face, my child? <laughs> It literally that is, sounds it. like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's very, very funny. Yeah. How wonderful. This Should runway category it? is Yellow yeah. Gorgeous. Don't kiss the pilot. We keep our wigs in the overhead bin. We do. I don't remember the that one. The seat belt is there to make you skinny. Tighter, 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 tighter. Okay, okay, okay. You, you're not, you're not a fan of the... Uh, season 7? Glamazonian Airways. Oh, season 7? Uh, Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not a, I actually tell people when they ask about watching Drag Race, I'm like, do 7 last. Because they're really pretty. <laughs> But like four, six, and eight. <laughs> come on. Season seven gets a bad reputation, but some of the biggest stars of Drag Race have come out of that season. Ginger Minge. Literally. Like girls. It is a who's who of iconic, recognizable, very successful characters. So it, it gets a shit reputation, but actually it's very watchable. Fucking yeah. Jasmine Masters was on that fucking season. Fucking Sasha Bell. I I, was... I didn't like the writing or the challenge on a lot of them. You mm. know, Shakespeare. Shakespeare was uh, <laughs> Shakes. Shakespeare was a low point, I'd say, for the franchise. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, let's get into this. Yellow gorgeous. Yellow gorgeous. Oh. Miss Tina comes out doing her New York thing first again. She's dressed as um, a school bus. Oh, I'm sorry. It's a taxi cab. My bad. Oh, my um, God. Tina Burner. She wore a yellow dress. She stood on a street corner. Twelve children tried to board her. I'm serious. Oh, my God. Can we talk? <laughs> um, I'm, I'm just mad that the meter ain't running because she, she could be making some money in this dress, honey. She's showing curves, swerves her titties out. She pulled the, all that fat from under her armpit and said, you get up here. You were going to have cleavage tonight. Yes. 
This is the best Tina has looked on this season. I'm going to say it, and I stand behind it. This is the best she's ever looked. Mm-hmm. Olivia in this beaded yellow canary confection, which yeah. has a reveal. We saw it in Untucked. It mm-hmm. turns into a dance costume. These giant feather puffs, which make her look just so petite. She's playing mm-hmm. with proportion wonderfully here, and she looks like a super... She is a superstar. I would like to steal those yellow puffs. Olivia, They're not for contact you, me. <laughs> Olivia, contact me, and I'll give you my mailing address, and I would like to steal them from you. They're I, so fabulous. She mm, looks so good. They're for me. Um, Simone. <laughs> These are for me. These are for me. I don't I, I don't trust a girl that would put feathers or fur on the floor. Um, <laughs> I'll keep them nice in my closet. Uh, Simone. I looks, got feathers and fur on I my floor. S- I see. Right I see now. The, I see the bedlam. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Simone, yeah. Mm. Uh, beautiful pieces. That coat is so sickening. The hair is fabulous. The hair is great. The suspenders are great. It's something we've never seen on the runway. Yeah, it's sort of like fifth element. The, and when you when they get into the critiques, you can see on the straps is printed. It says Avalon, which is her house. Oh, work. Walking um, for the house. Right. I mean, she looks flawless. She's never going to not fucking look flawless. She looks yeah. so good. Gorge. Utica. Utica. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love means, this. I love it. I love the idea of it and seeing something I've never seen and like knowing it was based on history, like this mm-hmm. weird version of a slut gown from the 14th century or whatever. Deep. Um, I wish the bottom was bigger. I wish she would have taken a little more liberty and made it more an event of an event because it feels like a really fancy washer lady costume. Okay. The hair's great. I liked it. Makeup's great. And I love the side cutouts and the hair. I loved it. I, I just um, feel like I have an aversion to anything I couldn't suck a dick in. And like <laughs> you do. You and you do definitely couldn't suck a dick in Utica's outfit. You could suck <laughs> you a many could, a, a many no, no, not how I like to. These men are freaky. No, These no, no. These men no, no, are no. freaky. They like that weird shit. They like the weirder fucking you look. They're the more the this is what I've heard. The weirder <laughs> and crazier and clownier you look, no. the more they are just like, yes, I've, this is what I you want. You talking to Jackie? No. Yes. She has <laughs> well, to, that's Glendale, she's honey. Market, she's that's the Deep market Valley. research, okay? And she has she she asks them. She says, "Okay, do you want me to look like this?" And she what sends like a want? really femme, like really like natural look. And then she sends like a complete clown, multicolored hair, crazy makeup, and they always without exception choose the clown crazy nonsense look honey that's sherry vine trolling her double list ad <laughs> that is not what the men want that's sherry and mario with time on their hands fucking with jackie's ass jackie's uh... peeping through the, the peep toll <laughs> I, listen i've had guys straight up say to me why do you have to do your makeup like a clown <laughs> and i base that on if you're that's wearing so bottom funny. lashes they mm. see too much of the illusion close up to to successfully mm. pull off bottom clown lash. Okay. Yeah. So from from my standpoint or my Neil point, um, <laughs> I'll tell you different, ho. Okay. Now, can- Candy's dress, I could definitely suck a many splendor dick in. This is the yeah. lemonade look with the, the daisies in her hair. Very if I yes. die young, bury me in satin. Yeah, Lay the only the only thing that would have uh, uh, improved a this look bat. is a baseball bat. Yeah, honey. Yeah, which she could be swinging underneath there if she hangs out with the 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 house of Aja because Dahlia's swinging. 
Aja's got Aja's got a whole. I think she's a bat boy. Actually, she's got a lot of bats. Wow. Um, Elliot. Right. Elliot shows up. Beep beep toot toot. Uh, is is originality over? <laughs> <laughs> this is. I'm not blaming this on. Have we just reached an apex point of culture where there is no possibility that there's going to be a runway where somebody doesn't do an exact same ass thing as somebody else? Is that just the reality? Because it happens on UK as well. It's happening here. Have we just reached like a a, a point where pop culture has just everything has been done and there's no it is unavoidable that there's going to be repeats? Um, I... I was surprised nobody was a honeybee on this. I was surprised nobody was Winnie the Pooh. Uh, the there Simpsons. Are so many, the Sim- there's so many great yellow references. Um, Kill Bill. Yeah, you know the Bride. There's so there's so many great yellow references that I didn't see. I didn't. Mrs. But, Pac-Man. Oh my god, that one would have been great. That would have been sickening. I don't know if that Me- would have been allowed though. <laughs> Me oh, getting right, pissed right. on. Big Bird. Big Bird was great. Would have been Tree a great Bird, one. Yeah. Me getting pissed on at the Echoplex. Hello. Vintage drag queens posting all the tea. Us in our yellow looks. I was wearing a Preparation H look. Maybe work. Me, Paul, um, and I were talking about this dripping uh, uh, like liquid latex, but then like a, a urinal cake fascinator on the head. Mm, like you're a pool um, of urine. I don't want to know pretty. what you wore your bat mitzvah dipper. <laughs> like Raja, but yellow. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I think that Elliot's look feels a little Leg Avenue stripper store. Like okay. you're going to be a sexy cab driver, right? I and I actually I I liked Tina's better. Me too. Uh, it seemed more custom. Um, did, but did, I mean, Elliot looked cool. She looked good. Uh, so I don't mean to interrupt the the thing that Tina's costumes were all designed by Florence Deli, and then I just read something this morning. He was recovering in the hospital after he designed all the costumes, and they were all made by like 15 different people across the country, different sewers and stuff. So the fact Bro. that Tina looks so polished in all these runways, and her designer was going through it, just like snaps to that, slaps, snaps to Florence. Yeah, definitely. Florence turns it out with some yeah. looks, Tina. Rosé, what did you think of her Jim Carrey as the mask? Moment. Um, when she first came around the corner, I, uh, my first thought was, why is her face green? <laughs> she but she color corrected and she got her foundation. <laughs> Turned on the redness. I got, then I got that it was the mask, but it, it took me a second to get there. Mm-hmm. I, if, I mean, she looks pretty. The red hair is very flattering. I, I think the things that make the mask are uh, giant teeth and a giant hat. And yeah, and and so uh, if it was me, I mean, she looked very pretty. She looked great. It was like a pretty girl version of the mask. What I would have done is a fucking trouser and a fucking fedora and a zoot suit, big ass fucking fake white teeth. You know, Tina Burner teeth. Honey, get that get that Trinity K Bonet flipper. Right, exactly. You need to go full on. I think when you're trying to do like. Her her bet midler sister teeth yeah <laughs> yeah her her bet midler was perfect because it was spot on perfection but this needed to be bigger and I think it called for a bigger bigger hat like everything you want to look like the cover of the movie and there's no hat and that's half of it that's half that's hat of it um, <laughs> I've had it officially 
Denali looks kind of cool, but I think the timing of this coming after a Medusa headpiece two weeks ago on BBC makes it just go, oh, she got the small one. Right. Which, the when you get into the close details, it is very beautiful. Huge, yeah. The overall proportion of it, I feel like, yes, we're all thinking of fucking Veronica Green and her fucking pig head fucking snake woman that's just, Mm -hmm. like, so huge. The pork worm, the pig snake. We love that. (laughs) Confessions of a pork worm. Um, The... Yeah, I'm 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 I think it's I think it's cute. It doesn't I'm sure it would move well if she was dancing and, and being sickening in it, but like I right. it was cute. Yeah. Um got Mick, I mean I this is fierce. And and again, we saw Denali do a crash test dummy mm-hmm. look. Um, but this is this is fabulous. I love it. It's very like the matrix to me, like the sort of bad guys in the matrix a little bit. Yeah. You know what and, I'm talking about? Uh I've I've never seen the Matrix. I started to watch the first one and then I got kind of confused and shut it off. Okay. Um, but this looks fucking cool. Yeah, Gottmick looks sickening. So sickening <sighs> that we need to take a break. Gottmick is a crash test dummy, baby. Got told that she couldn't drive a car and drove it into a wall. Okay, we'll be right back. Ooh, girl, you got England. They have different alarms over there. They, they do. Tyrants. Y'all know what time it is. Right now, it's time for us to jump across the pond for the UK Minute. It's Latrice Royale. And I'm Manila Luzon. And this is your UK Minute. On episode six, the girls try out their best impersonations in The Snatch Game. Were you snatched away by the performances? More like grabbed. <laughs> the queens go prehistoric in their runway looks. Would they have survived the Ice Age? I mean, maybe if they bundled up with some mammoth fur. Mm. Also, tea or coffee? How about both? Because tea or coffee is joining us. For more recaps of season two of RuPaul's Drag Race UK, check out The Chop every Tuesday here on the Mom Network. Uh, the safe dolls are Olivia, Utica, and Eliatina, mm-hmm. and everyone else is up for critiques. Yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't when they said Tina was a top or a bottom. I was like, well, wow, are they putting her in the bottom? I was kind of shocked that that happened. Yeah, they liked her runway look, but they thought her performance wasn't as good as it could have been, and they commented <sighs> on her not lip syncing at the end, which was just like. People do that all the time. Like they hold a note and then they like go off stage and come back on and the note's still being right. held. Yeah. Like I I saw that as a joke and they weren't letting that be played as that joke. But whatever. It was all leading up to that death scene and she just didn't deliver in that moment. They and they really took umbrage with that. Um speaking of umbrage, Simone's performance, um they thought that she was like apologizing for the quality of her track and like ultimately didn't like her track. And so was like, which, you know, I mean, yeah, she sort of, she, she wasn't at a level 10 
during the performance, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, Candy was at a fucking 14. Uh, she was <laughs> she was doing her signature floor work. Honestly, I think that um, the custodial department should thank her because she's been mopping it up every week. Yeah, she did. Yeah, um, she did. Her performance was messy. Her outfit was disheveled, and they couldn't see her face. And then Candy and Untuck says, I'm sorry if you couldn't see my face. Like you just, and she was like, "You got to deal with that. Like it's not my fault." And it's like a, that kind of thing. And it's like we need to see your face, honey. Um, this isn't. I anal. wonder what. I wonder maybe she could have done a more like sculpted, like still wig, but she was going for that Britney. secretarial Britney. She, I thought it was great. Yeah, and you can't I, do that kind of dance move without having some of your hair fling in your face a little bit. A little bit, yeah, because it but was a very gonna, sexy role. How are they going to say they couldn't see her face when Candy Muse has one of the biggest heads that has ever been on Drag Race, and they said that they couldn't see her face? Girl, bye. Couldn't see it. You know, you know see why it. they couldn't see her fucking face? Couldn't see it. Because the judge's table is at a diagonal to the stage, which is, you know how it's filmed, yeah. right? You've seen yeah. it. Like, the stage and the runway is square, and then basically the bottom corner of the runway where like the first two people would line up if all 13 girls lined up against the, t- the front that's mm-hmm. where the judges table is kind of veered off of at a diagonal so they can't see people's yeah. faces all the way because they're not sitting in front of the stage they're to the side of it because the cameras need to be in front of the stage and the booms and like the the jibs and the stuff like yeah. so that's why you couldn't see her fucking face her face is huge you could see her face still in at the ritz in new york when she was out here doing a number in la <laughs> I'm sorry. I love Candy. Um, <laughs> so, Rosé, they loved her performance. Uh, she was great. She knocked it out of the park. Uh, but why is it orange? Tell me who chose the orange. <laughs> it, Did you it, think it was orange? She, I, I definitely thought it was a warmer tone. Would I call it marigold? No. Would I call it a golden yellow? Yes. Like a lion-y a color? Yeah. Like the lion emoji. Like that color yellow. Yeah, I didn't. I mean, it didn't. It didn't read orange Honey, to me. It's Michelle's job to nitpick, and she's doing it. Um, yeah, she's cashing the check, showing them what they want to hear. <laughs> right. Denali uh, is getting many compliments for her performance: the dance moves, the face, the back handspring in heels. Um, it was a wonderful moment for all the judges. Yeah, uh, this was one of those. Uh, this was the the role that kind of steals the show, and uh, she and got Mick definitely did that um and it was they were very satisfied getting to see got mick succeed in this because got mick was sort of unsure about going into this like not being a super choreography person not being a super singer person but ended up going in and slaying it and murdering it which is very satisfying to watch yeah whereas it it feels like the opposite of joe black (laughs) right right but the clear winner here this week is Rosé. And the the person who knows this is Rosé. Rosé. <laughs> What's the hardest like, part about uh, this challenge, Rosé? I'm telling you the girls, they're not going to win. <laughs> you say that. I said something like that. I can't remember all the shit that I talked. A toilet got jealous. Um, the safe right. girls, they're uh, Denali, Gottmik, and Tina Burner. Mm-hmm. So they get to go in the back now and... The bottom two is declared as Simone and uh, Candelisa Musingtons. Just heartbreaking to see. And you can see because they're really good Judies. And 
uh, and they're feeling, you can see how like devastating it is that they have to go up against each other. But then the music starts to play and they both give a really, really sickening, really fun performance. I, I love this lip sync. It was wonderful. Um, the only part I didn't like is when I saw, um, uh, it was, it was, a, it's honestly a shame that by season, what is this? 14? By season 13, 13 of RuPaul's Drag Race that they don't have a coat check yet on stage or a page <laughs> because these girls' garments should not be hitting the floor, especially when they're Versace for coats. We don't put that on the floor, honey. Todrick did your- that once too, and now she's not allowed to borrow the furs no more. <laughs> she Save threw that coat. Do you have your ticket? Well, no. I'm sorry. I can't. There's nothing I can do for you. You can call back tomorrow when the cleaning crew's here at 10, and if they <laughs> have any coats left, just you need to find that ticket, though. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I was happy to see that that uh, Simone ended the performance with the coat back on and gave yeah. the performance a button the same way that Candy did with but. the whole like uh, jukebox with the with the boombox thing. Like yeah. it, it was a wonderful performance by both Simone and Candy. And it was so devastating when RuPaul said, Candy Muse, sashay away. And Candy gives a really impassioned speech. She starts to walk away. And baby, there was not a dry eye in the world when RuPaul said, wait, Candy. Candy, wait. I'm not ready to see you go yet. Seriously. Another first in Drag Race, the Candy Muse Late save. <laughs> Anything is possible on this season of Drag Race. And mm-hmm. that, it was very satisfying. I was happy to see her here. And I hope the two girls go next week because I, <laughs> I, like, my, no, I like my... Ne- no, maybe next week is the COVID documentary. Wait, we, what? Uh, Honey, I need some blood the in the water. Episode. I need these girls to go home. Baby, uh, listen, I'm not going to complain about Drag Race, but what I am going to complain about is like, we have all been staying at home doing nothing for Wait, a year. We don't what? need to we don't need to see another thing about what it's like to stay home and do nothing because we all have been doing it. Unless you're in Florida or wherever I are to, in I, which case I, your I'm schedule is now. packed. I did a show in Ohio last week, so like I'm 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 one of those girls now too. Yeah, but, but you didn't do a maskless show. No, I didn't. No. Um, I, you didn't go to a different. circuit party. No, no, I did not. No, you did a safe gig. Yeah. All I'm saying is, can we get on with the season? Like, we don't need to stop the season mid-season just to be like, like, do it as a bonus like they did in the UK. They I, did a bonus episode where it was like, and it was actually not very nice to watch. Yeah. But I don't want to like not see are we not gonna have an episode next am i popping off for no reason no i'm i I think you have a lot of reason to i think the uk one really worked because the girls were greeted with corona in the middle of production and shut down the la girls were not shut down in the middle of production like and i understand that the season 12 girls didn't get to tour and the season 13 girls might have some touring hurdles to overcome but like this I don't I don't need to be interrupted in the middle of watching this. Like I wanna see Maybe? some I wanna see some carnage. I do think that the World of Wonder people are taking the advice of everybody though, and they're gonna put up the girls like Venmos and tipping info so like they can Work. make some money during this season. Cause right now they would be touring and they would be all on the road and they would be paying back their designers and costumers and stuff. Dang. And they can't do that right now. So I do like that they're giving the girls an opportunity to do it, but I think it should be a bonus, not in instead of. But 
all this being said, I rewatched the episode this morning and there was a scene for the next episode and it was Snatch Game. So maybe they're going to do both next week. It doesn't look like it from the schedule. Oh, it doesn't. It looks like Snatch Game is March 5th. Will you text her? That's like, I have to hit her on kick, though. She doesn't respond to my text. I tried to kick her once, too. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Um, I'm sure the documentary, as they're they're calling it, the COVID documentary, the Drag Race COVID documentary, I'm sure the documentary will be very compelling and very nice to watch. I wonder if they'll give credit to the, the people that innovated digital drag first. I know... Raya did the first digital drag show, Quarantine Queen. Bitch that was the in. first one. And then Bitch did Twitch. Mm. I think those are the first <laughs> two girls. The bitch began to twitch. <laughs> bitch began to twitch. Twitch and twitch. <laughs> uh, I hope that they give credit to all the girls. Um, in the face of a global pandemic. Yeah. There that... has been a lot of innovation. Yeah. And That's we just want to see. the description of the documentary. The resilience yeah. Oh, okay. They must be talking about Tina's makeup. Um, <laughs> did you watch Untucked this week? I did. It was kind I of did. boring. It was just three girls who all got along. <laughs> right. But we got to see a couple of, I mean, we got to see that Utica is the Sweden of the group. Um, honey, honey, you know that you oh, know that, that ain't a nickname when you don't even have the right, like, who calls you that doll? Who calls you like, that other than you wait. and your journal? Who called you that? Sweden. <laughs> Olivia had a reveal, which was very satisfying. To I'm glad we got to see her her silky nutmeg ganache moment. If I had to lip sync, I would have lip sync my motherfucking ass off. I I think a reveal is something that reveals something, and it's like, ooh, not like, look, I'm taking down my one skirt. Like I want a reveal to whip off. I want to spin. Right. I mean, I want that yeah. Brooklyn Heights moment. I tried to do it, and it's harder than it looks. There's a lot of moving parts. You can't wear earrings. Right, um, yeah. But I did think she looked beautiful. Go ahead, yeah. Dips. What? Remember when Jada, on episode one of season 12, in her lip sync, she like let half of that yellow dress go, and it was so magical to us? You clocked it, though. What? Did I say there's going to be a reveal? Reason. She was wearing like the yellow, like sort of tulle. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And, and the, the bottom, bottom part came all went off while she was lip syncing, and you mm. were like, "I saw that it was gonna be a reveal." I mean, we we Angina wore that dress. Everybody wears that dress, and the bottom <laughs> half comes off just so they can pack it in a bag, so you know it could be a reveal. Um, See, I didn't clock. I didn't know. Gottmik, I uh, can't believe that all of her best friends are in the bottom this week, and um, so hard. It's all. Uh, winner circle girls in the bottom this week. All three of them are the team A girls. Yeah. Which is a first. Yeah. And we get to see Simone and Candy have a little like regroup after the fact out outdoors, which the, was cool. The graciousness, like I think displayed by Simone and Candy before they lip synced was just like friends getting ready to do a number. Oh, we both turned in exactly. the same music. Oh, well, it'll be fine. And exactly. honey, if you need to send me home, you need to lip sync the dirt out of me. Go for it. This was like true sisterhood on display. And I love watching it. Um, and I love that all y'all got to join us to recap it, to she-cap it this week. Yes. Thank yeah. you so much for joining us for Race Chaser this Thank week. You. I'm uh, and I'm Alaska. Mm, and we'd love for you to write a review of our podcast on your podcast app. And don't forget to subscribe, too. Take a moment and leave us a rating as long as you like us. If not, go ball beautiful. 
<laughs> you, you can <laughs> Gotta go. <laughs> Trixie's out front. Uh, my time is expensive, so you need to hit it. <laughs> um, uh, you can follow the dolls at Willem at the only Alaska 5000. You can follow Race Chaser at Race Chaser Pod. And you can follow the Mom Network at, Ma- at Mom Podcasts. Slash Chaser. Uh, <laughs> bonus content is available now Chaser at... Chaser 80. <laughs> Chaser 80. Drag. Uh <laughs> Bonus content is now available at patreon.com slash Willem. And you can search for Race Chaser content by searching with the hashtag Race Chaser in the search thing. And we just uploaded part two of our OnlyFans reviews. And let me just say that this one goes deep. <laughs> we go deep and we don't get sleep. no sleep. We're sucking on milk speed. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, definitely check that out on Patreon. And you can email us anytime at racechaserpodcast at gmail.com. And please wear a mask, wash your hands, uh, socially distance yourself, respect each other and the world. And please, again, wear a mask, especially if you're ugly. <laughs> bye bye. Bye. Break on that one. <laughs> All right. Did Coco get her per diem for this week yet? <laughs> she told me that she hadn't been paid. Fuck. She's been doing pop-ups for a while now. Fuck. Race Chaser. Race Chaser is not endorsed by World of Wonder, Viacom, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. RuPaul's Drag Race and all names, pictures, audio, and video clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademark and or copyright holders. Forever. Race Chaser with Alaskan Willem is a Forever Dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Poem, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Mixed and mastered by Will Pitts. Our theme song is Race Chaser by Alaska Thunderfuck. Oh.